Welcome to Chef It. I'm Lisa. I'm a chef. I live and work in Los Angeles and I cook for the rich and famous. And I just finished making a dinner that nobody ate. <laughs> Sometimes when you are a chef in someone's home, well, not sometimes, you always have to go with the flow. It depends on the client. And I'm out here in Wisconsin. I just, I just missed the sunset and plated up some food. And I just said, I'm going to fucking go see the sunset. It's absolutely beautiful out here. Um, today was a challenging day. I am away from home. And I'm waiting on a car to arrive. And, t- you know, until today, we've... It's been a week. We've I've been able to use one of the vehicles to do whatever we're doing. But today was just one of those days where there was no communication. <laughs> of course, I never got to go to the store, and so I had already kind of pre-shopped doing these Lebanese stuffed peppers today, and then I wanted to do like a grilled swordfish dish and something. I mean, in a grilled pan, but it was going to be. You know, very um, Middle Eastern in nature. And I just had a couple other things that I was trying to do with that dish. And then as it turned out, I ended up having no protein. Wow, the dogs are running wild. I had no protein. And I didn't have any of the ingredients that I would use to do. I didn't have any olive oil. I had coconut oil. And I just had to go outside, take a deep breath. Um, I wasn't really that frustrated. My clients are very relaxed. But it's just, I didn't leave this beautiful place today while I'm whining. I'm literally standing over a beautiful, peaceful river with ducks and deer. There's deer just running around right across from me. Um, That said... Everything does feel a little bit, I guess, am I bored? I can't be bored. I always believe that people that are bored are just boring people. I guess I'm bored? (laughs) For the first time in my life, I think I'm bored. Wow. Is this what it's like to be bored? Where you're like, even if I did go out today and do something, like shopping and seeing Milwaukee, would I still be bored? I don't remember ever being bored before. Well, clearly I'm a conversational person, so a lack of good conversations is going to fuck with my sanity, and I think that's what's happening right now. Um... My clients are so rad, but they're a little quiet, and the client that works is, you know, fellow Gemini, so we both like to chat it up, and, um, you know, people are busy, people have busy lives, and I'm also, like, trying to work and figure out, like, where my space is, wow, can you hear that, I don't even know what that is, this is, like, Loch Ness Monster kind of shit happening, what what is this coming what is this I never heard a sound like that come from a bird the bird looked like a a small plane (laughs) 
pterodactyl. Maybe it's Terry the pterodactyl from Pee Wee Herman. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, this is more of like, it's not even a, I don't know what this is. This is like me being born on a river in Wisconsin. <laughs> Maybe this is just Tales of a Private Chef. Maybe that's what I should call this one. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, I think traveling with people, I talked a little bit about that earlier, just about getting the logistics down, and, like, ideally, what would be the best, and how that is probably never going to happen, so you just try to make the best of what you're getting, and, you know, you've got to kind of just relax and not be so stressed out about stuff. Um, you're not going to have the ingredients that you need to make what you're making. You might find things that are better where you are and then switch your whole tone and your whole concept of, you know, of, of how you cook. I mean, you know, when you're in a new region or a new area, wow, a giant trout just like let seriously I could go trout fishing right now and maybe that's what I would be maybe that would be my next expertise would be catching trout gutting trout you know brown butter trout I don't know um the last squab around here too listen to this what a beautiful bird it's um it's just interesting to be around new things but you know with globalism wherever you go you always find the same stuff like everywhere you go it's all the same there's a gap everywhere um there's a well gap whatever that's like the 2000s the 90s there's a target everywhere you go um they're all the same there's a there's literally the exact same cushion here as there is in Santa Monica. There is the exact same pair of, you know, universal threads jacket as you have in Santa Monica. And I'm just thinking, like, we're such a homogenized world in terms of our creativity. And so it's really, for me, to kind of mine out, you know, the the, the bratwurst sausages. Because this is a very Dutch and German... Um, stolen, you know, this is a stolen land of, of the Dutch and the German and and the Native American Indians that initially that were here. And, I, you know, it's like no one owns the land, but they were stewards of the land, right? That's what we say. Um, and that's what I believe to be true. And um, because that's history. <laughs> and And the thing is that, you know, there's probably so much of that culture that just got absorbed into KFC and, and, um, you know, Slurpees at the local quick stop or whatever. So, you know, to eke out and find some of those things, probably really hard. I'm guessing that because if you can imagine like the majority of Indian, Native, Native Indian, you know, existence and its its language is surely lost, you know, among maybe like a few elders who might still be kicking around and maybe a couple of God knows who's somebody studying at the University of whatever nearby. Um, outside of that, you know, the history of that food is not super prevalent because everything is really globalized. So um, Starbucks and what else have I seen out here? 
I mean, that's really the dominant culture. So for me to really take a hard, deep dive to find if there is anything locally is going to take me having my own car. Because <laughs> I have a computer. I have a smartphone. It's going to take me trying to find um, just trying to just, you gotta you gotta cruise around well what is that I don't know what's going on over here um yeah it's gonna be a little bit of a pilgrimage you know for me hmm I'm guessing that there's so much wildlife here there must be a lot of things with deer deer meat um I'll, I, I would be at the farmer's market this Saturday in Fox Hills, but I'll be in Madison, hopefully, at the Women's March representing UN Women, UN Women chapter that I'm part of in LA, so, um, or just whatever. I don't even know why I'm saying that. I'll be there with the Women's March. I'll just be there by myself. It'll probably me and like a bunch of students. Um, I don't know. It's, it should be a lot of people, actually. It's the Roe versus Wade situation. God, I mean, we're just trying to fight for women's rights. And when you look at, like, the day-to-day of just people, like, trying to do certain things, just everything is so systemically difficult. <laughs> you know? It's crazy. Just, like, our day gets sucked up with, like, our level of performance and what we're trying to achieve. And then on top of that, you have to have this other, like, really conscious level of the climate and, and you know, the equality that's around us. And that involves, again, the food and the heritage of the food. And it's like asking a whole lot of people, unless it's already so, like, woven into your existence. You know, maybe you're, like, my mom, you know, is just, she's Mexican-American. Um, she grew up making flour tortillas and I had to hear about my friends being like well if your mom's Mexican she'd be having corn tortillas because they don't eat that and I'm like guess what fool flour tortillas are eaten it's it's it signifies a really specific heritage it signifies my mom living here and having access her family being Native American Indian as we later found out also and Mexican sourcing flour they didn't have corn you make what you have and from that is born a culture of cooking and heritage of cooking and so you know when you see people doing something you have to ask yourself like what does that mean why you know why why is it like that um one of the heritage things here in Wisconsin are um, some cheese curds. Is it R? Is whatever. It doesn't matter. It's cheese curds, and they got them in every flavor here. Like there's a spicy pizza, pepperoni pizza, cheese curd, and it's actually pretty damn good. But what they do is like they deep fry them in a beer batter because beer is very you know it's a big Belgian situation here too. Oktoberfest is probably raging here. It's probably raging right now. I don't even know it. Um, but um, the cheese curds, because they have cows here, and maybe it's a good place for me to start, is to kind of look into the cows. And then 
maybe find out a little bit more about if there's some native land or something where might be able to find like some sort of flatbreads or things that they were eating. And I'm guessing there's a lot of other cultures here that I know nothing about. Um, you know, um, experiencing again the Dutch and German culture. I feel like we live in such a Eurocentric identity and such a Eurocentric um, universe, like, you know, the whiteness and all that stuff that. I'm, I love all of that. I love any, I mean, I studied Eurocentric cooking. That's essentially what classical French cooking is. However, like all the good bits are, are tucked in all the cultures that they, um, that they, that they wrote over, <laughs> that they wiped out, that we wiped out, that we genetically wiped out. <sighs> all right, guys. Um, the house is lit up on the hill. It's very beautiful. There is a pile of chopped wood that is right out of an Andy Goldsworthy, you know, like, book. It just looks exactly like his beautiful art. I just want to take it apart. But it's doing its wabi-sabi. It's kind of melting into, well, melting into the space. It's becoming looks almost like if it stays there another hundred years, maybe it'll be petrified <laughs> to a rock. Um, but the river is still. It's not flowing. There is a mosquito trying to attack me, which is code, which is um, cue for time to go. <laughs> Jesus, get off of me. And it looks like the blue bayou. It really does. All right, over and out. It's an honor. Until next time. Come on, Anchor. <laughs> I can never get back to the app. All right. Ooh, 14 minutes, 14 seconds. Mm-hmm.